Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Skill Riders Podcast. This is 65 Lokes. Yes, it's been a minute, but we are back with another episode. This is number 136. My guest is the homie David, all the way from Denton, Texas. You guys know him as Detail Junkies. Let's get right into it. There's a lot of things going on. Many questions to ask him, and let's uh, get things started. Oh. Yo, what's up, David? How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Hey, pretty well. Pretty well, just chilling out right now. So, um, dude, time is passing by, and you know, there's, uh, there's, I feel like there's a lot on your plate, but I don't know how you do it, dude. You always manage oh, to yeah. get it done. Uh, me neither. Sometimes, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> I'll, like at some point, like I decide, like, ah, you know, what? I'm, I'm gonna burn myself out, and I need to take a break. But it's like I can't, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's I got cr- too, many things, too many things riding. You know, I just can't. Yeah. So, but you know, the fact that there are so many different things going on, it keeps me from being bored with anything. Yeah. Because it's always another project and something different that I that keeps me, you know, keeps me going. That's so cool. I don't get burned out really. I don't get bored because it's always something different. You know, it's not like I'm constantly just doing the one thing. So it works out. That's tight, dude. So let's get right into it. So you know, obviously, um, next week with the 24th of April, you got a show coming up and this is like yeah. the, the first, I would say like one of the, the first shows of like the year, you know, um, that you guys are setting things off. It's getting us excited. I mean, I wish I could be there. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the first, uh, post, well, not really post pandemic, but yeah, we're fighting through it, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, first shows back. Um, yeah. And we've pushed this one back already. Like all, all last year, it seems, you know, we are gonna do it um like yeah last summer i think it was originally the date and then it turned into the fall then it turned into january and then it's like okay april april's gotta be it you know we're gonna make it happen mm-hmm. regardless and then even with that yeah we still ended up having to change venues because uh the spot we're gonna do you know they're also still not quite ready to do anything indoors so um you know so it's either an outdoor thing and gets windy and rainy we didn't want to risk it, especially with our dioramas and stuff. So we we lucked out. Of course, it's back in Denton again, my hometown. <laughs> so some people weren't happy about that, but oh well. <laughs> hey, the I, I like that you guys that you didn't give up though. You know, because it, it could have been one of those things. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it being postponed. I guess to a point where you go, you know what? I think we should just end it here. Maybe twenty twenty three or something like that. You know, or twenty twenty two. Sorry, but. Yeah, it's it's cool that you know you you kept you know fighting for it and and looking now it's you know not that far away and I mean people are excited you know yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, if yeah if they're kind of see it as like a little setback like the the location for the it's gonna be worth it I think once once people arrive and they're there they're gonna forget about it it's not well worth it yeah it's just a little bit of an extra drive but yeah the location itself seems perfect you know i took some of the guys by it last weekend too and they kind of get it they're like yeah um the the space is huge this is probably it's, this could be also a keeper um at least if not for the boulevard show but you know for our plastic society one which is kind of more the traditional setting that we're you know aim for with that show yeah so this this place here the location the town towner um, on the flyer, it's 725 North Elm Street in Denton, Texas. Yeah, yeah. So it puts us uh, right side of, just outside of downtown Denton, which is you know it's a small town, it's a college town. Um, but 
but yeah, it's right outside the square is what it's known as. And uh, yeah, it's a cool spot. And then, of course, if you saw the other flyer with the after party. Yes. Uh, that'll be right down the street. Um, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. The hip hop barbecue. That's cool, man. And so the day of the event, like what time do you plan on getting there to like set up or, or get things going that day? Uh, they're let, that's another cool thing about this venue. They're kind of like letting me get in, get in super early and get set up. So we'll be there at eight, um, you know, just getting all the tables arranged and everybody get their places, you know what I mean? And just be ready. Uh, so that's one thing, you know, in the past we've done a lot of uh, shows and we're like, you know, rushing to get prepared and set up and people are already trying to set up their cars and stuff. And we're just still trying to figure everything out. Like I'm still like running back, getting more tables and everything. So um, you know, it's, it's throwing a show is a lot of work, you know, it's a lot of learning curves, especially when trying to do it the way I'm doing it, which is also like fight the system, you know, the way it's been established, um, you know, try to do things different, shake them up. And with that adds new problems that didn't really think of, you know, cause we're kind of trying to reinvent it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, uh, but yeah, I think we finally got it. I think we finally, you know, have a good balance and everything. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it, but yeah, we'll be ready. Yeah. We'll be ready to go in the morning and then, uh, yeah, it'll be an all day thing run till five or four officially. And then we get an hour to, you know, get it all cleaned up and out of there. And then right after that, we'll hit the after party thing. So yeah, we'll be, it'll be a busy day. A lot of fun. You know, we'll have the DJ playing all day long. That's cool. BYOB. Um, you know, you saw the awards. Those came out pretty cool. Yeah, you, I, you sent me those. I was like tripping out. I was like, "Damn, dude, they look they look so nice." Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to do the acrylic, and then the dude who does them, he he offered up the mirrors, you know, gold, and then just the traditional like the chrome, I guess, kind of mirrors. It would be for our our, uh, our second and third place, or the way we do it. We do uh, a best of, and then we do two outstanding awards. So it's like second and third are kind of tied, you know. Um, Man, that's tight. Just do a little bit differently, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, like thinking about it. Like, yeah, having an event and trying to do it like the non-traditional way to keep it, you know, keep everyone like entertained and intact. It's yeah. I could see that being, you know, kind of like an obstacle because there's always gonna be something that you're gonna, like you said, it pops up that you're like, yeah. dang, you know. But it's like the more you do it, it just. Mm-hmm you start to create like a blueprint for it. And then later, you know, hopefully more and more people start to adapt to that and, or even ask you like, yo, how'd you get this going on with this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you know, a lot of it comes down to like, uh, just good traditional organization aspects of it, which, you know, um, you gotta have a team in place and we do have a good team, but it was also like early on, I think it was a lot of me just, you know, being used to running everything myself and not delegating. So uh, the team, you know, the whole crew out there has been always volunteering and ready to help. So I think we kind of got it established of who's going to be able to help and what, you know, everybody's going to kind of take some of the load off. And uh, it just makes it a lot easier and run a lot smoother, you know. Yeah, and like uh, talking about like a team, like is it hard to assemble a team of friends or, or like club members, you know, to help you with this? Uh, with me, it's not. Like I said, it was probably more so my fault, you know, as far as just lack of leadership, you know, the mentality of it, you know what I mean? Um, but 
yeah, I have seen that. Like, so we just have a, a lot of great guys out here. So everybody's always down to help and do anything they can. But I have heard that. Um, that's definitely a thing for anybody out there trying to do a show. Um, you know, it's not a two man kind of deal. You know, you really need to have a squad of people to really help you out uh, to make it, you know, not so stressful. Um, Cause I've talked to other guys that have done shows by themselves or, you know, one or two other people and it's super stressful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, like if it's just like one or two people at the end, you're probably like, you don't even want to ever do a show again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even so it, it's totally worth it, but you know, cause it's, the shows are so much fun and, you know, such a memorable thing for everybody to be a part of. So you know, I, th- I think it's worth it. But yeah, I can I can imagine it would get pretty taxing. Oh um, uh, yeah, over here we're like itching for like a show. I mean, things are starting to open up, and you start to see more and more people out, and yeah. and, and you know, going to restaurants and and there's cool. some entertainment stuff starting up, you know, slow yeah. slowly. But I, I did notice though that um, even though you know there's no no shows like at you know, locations or venues like for indoor. Um, mm-hmm. I do see like the, in the Hot Wheel community, like, man, they, they got their meats popping all the time, like at parks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, dang. And I mean, for a minute, there was some, some of that going on over here, but you know, at the moment there hasn't been anything. It's been like really chill on that. Well, um, August will be here before you know it, bro. We'll be I know. There. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. coming up. Really close. Uh, being able to book the venue. That's been the whole hold up on that because, uh, yeah, we're waiting on things to open up. Uh, we're, we're like, uh, Willie's got us on like the wait list and everything to, uh, um, yeah, to be able to reserve that spot as soon as it's available to be, you know, reserved. Yeah. Uh, and he's been staying on it. So that's dope. Yeah. That, that should be happening sooner. We can confirm and then get the rest of the pieces together that we've, you know, we've got everything just kind of idling. You know, um, but yeah, we'll be out there, bro. It's going to be cool. Uh, we've got, uh, yeah, it'll be sometime in August, mid August, I think late August. Nice, man. Um, yeah. That's, that's going to be dope. Yeah. Cause it, Willie's going to be going out to Texas pretty soon, right? No, actually he had to stay. Uh, yeah, he wasn't going to be able to make it. The idea was for him to come out, you know, next weekend and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, uh, it's crazy. Cause like I was saying earlier, like, you know, everybody is like at home working on their projects and chilling but then once in a while you'll see somebody like post up like there's a show or, or who's going to go to this, you know, just somewhere yeah. like, I don't know. That's like totally far from where we're at. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and sometimes you don't see any footage, you know, you don't see anything like it's, it's like, I don't know if it happened or not, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, for this, it's cool because with you guys, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there in Texas that are going to be there. You know? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. We've, we've got a little message over here, man. Yeah, and, cool. and then, um, I mean, I did see, I don't know if it was in January or last year, but even, like, uh, Skeleton's out there now in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been coming over, man. We've been hanging out in there. Um, but, yeah, he doesn't live too far from here. And uh, he's actually been a big help. He's, um, yeah, he's, you know, he's an ace with the dioramas and everything. So, and he's. And with his builds too, I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, um, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, he's definitely a big uh, addition to the to the community over here. It's been really cool having him here. 
Yeah, what a trip though. It's like he was out in New York for the longest, yeah. and he made some trips out of California to visit. Yeah, and then you know over time, like just the way things lined up, and now he's like closer to everybody. Now he's in Texas. You know, he could hang out, and I mean, he's not that far from California either. Right. Yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool to have him out here. Yeah, good dude. Man, that's tight. And so in the show, what um, as far as the the classes, um, do you want to mention some classes that we got set up for April twenty fourth? Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, we've got um, you know, it's lowrider is kind of the um, you know, the theme of the show. Uh, so we have you know your traditional lowrider class. Uh, we've got a you know a, a radical one, a radical class, and a uh, um a bomb category for the low riders and everything. And then other than that, yeah, it kind of goes into your traditional list of classes, you know, from street rod, you know, trucks and all that good stuff. Um, we did add, like we usually do like the import class, but there's been a lot of guys do it, getting into that VIP scene Been seeing a lot of that. So I was like, you know what, let's separate that. Let's do a VIP class to change things up a little bit. Um, so yeah, we've been having fun with some of the classes. Uh, we've got, um, you know, some memorial awards and stuff like that. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Um, yeah, we've got a dub class. You know, being Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh, cyberpunk, post-apocalyptic. That's a fun one. Something different. We've seen more and more, you know, of that style being built. So we're like, let's do a class for that. Have some fun with it. And uh, Jeff Brown, uh, King Toy, ten on Instagram, he's been working on a uh, really cool diorama. So that was kind of a good uh, excuse to finish that thing up and put it on display. So it'll be neat. Um, That's tight. Yeah. Get, yeah. What, um, what about uh, any any NASCAR? I had to ask. No, actually, no, oh. no, well, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, I guess they do. We do have like the. Uh, the competition class so that include all you know drag cars and all that oh, okay stuff. cool all right, all so right. Them together <laughs> dope dope and what's the the cost to enter uh 20 bucks and that's unlimited like entry we tried that and it seems to kind of caught on some other places too uh the other uh show here in dallas the mcma showdown they kind of took that model too and uh ran with it um yeah because ultimately yeah we want everybody to bring everything they can, you know? Um, and so 20 bucks, you know, all you can eat kind of thing, just bring everything you can and put it on display. Um, yeah, just fill the tables up. That's cool. What What if, uh, like, for somebody who has a, uh, like, a, a, a project that's in the works, maybe it's not completely done, but it kind of shows, yeah. like, the bare bones getting, yeah, that, you know? That's a common thing. Um, you know, people are used to that, but I decided not to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Just being a jerk, I guess. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, like, let's say, uh, you know, when we go to car shows, like, for the most part, cars are done, you know, and, yeah. and the presentation's there. And right. um, if you see something that's, like, the one time I saw something that was bare bones, you know, it, I'm trying to think it was, I know it was one of the shows in uh, Pomona, like the Roadster show. But I mm -hmm. think it's because they were trying to sell, like, what was inside of it, you know? 
Um, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. But other than yeah. that, I mean, everyone's bringing, you know, top of the line, everything's all polished and nice and shiny. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, I don't want a table full of, you know, junk models that are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always exceptions, don't get me wrong. There's always yeah. exceptions. Yeah. But it just leads to everybody just wanting to bring whatever, you know, and it's like, I don't want that. No, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's like, I'm just, I'm just picturing, um, like you just cut all the pieces from the tree, throw them in the box, right. and just throw a bunch of glue in there and like shake up the box. So all the pieces <laughs> stick and then just pick it up. It's like a, a glob of parts and then just poof, right there, set right. it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just want everybody to be, yeah, let's save them, you know, save your projects, you know. There's yeah. Unveil them later. Unveil them later. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. No, that's yeah. cool, dude. It's It's been. You know, well over a year since everybody's last show, so I think everybody's got some cool stuff to show. Yeah, and, for real. Just like work, working on stuff, you know, waiting to bust it out, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually like cramming like a few builds, trying to get them all done. Because uh, after this, yeah, I kind of got to switch gears. Um, I got to finish up the photo etch and you know, mm. go back to the magazine and stuff like that. So yeah, no, yeah, this is the this is like the primary focus right here. So we have yeah. the, we just mentioned the classes, the costs, and then um, the theme awards. That's pretty oh, much, yeah. um, it, it's pretty much like those gold ones, right? The ones that you sent me photos of? Yeah, so the gold ones are going to be all of the first place awards. All the best of classes are going to have be gold. And then, yeah, and then we've got some of the theme awards. Um, we've got, you know, of course, the, the best of show. There's the dedicated magazine, you know. Uh, choice award um we did a uh, special memorial award for rick mariano who would, uh, just passed away recently from covid and he was a big mopar guy big part of the community awesome dude um so we did that up real quick um we have the uh, from the last show that we had planned we had planned like it was going to be a plastic society show and we had a uh, common kit class for the uh, tamaya beetle and uh, we never got a chance to display that, so that's still our, uh, our I'm sorry, our, uh, our kind of our common kit class. So there's a best beetle award, and then the regular ones, you know, best paint, best engine, best interior, that kind of thing. Oh, and then I added uh, best. Uh, I had a, a little bit of space on the acrylic sheet, so I made up a few other awards. Um, I did a, uh, a best patina, and then the other one was kind of like the. Uh, uh, they call it like the butter dish award, but I put it, put a toilet on there. As, <laughs> as the, yeah, uh, I wasn't, I saw that on the photo. I was like, what is that? Yeah. So see we it. did the butter dish award and it's like, you know, the ugliest thing, you know, the, the you know, the odd one. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with that. We may not give it out. We don't want to hurt feelings, but I just thought it was funny to have. Yeah. That's cool. Nah, maybe, man. I mean, it, it sounds like fun though. Like everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be the right person, you know, <laughs> in the right car where you know you kind of did that, you know, yeah. you asked the right kind of thing. So it'll likely be given out, but it's a possibility it's just not the right time or place. You know? That's yeah. cool. So it's not advertised. You know? <laughs> yeah. And um, so like when people start to arrive and, um, and you know, and like, you know, they set up, what time, what time do they have to set up their cars? Uh, like, Everybody had like a couple hours, you know, from 10 to noon. Sorry, new beer. Yeah, no, no uh, worries. 
10 of noon. <laughs> and then while during that time, DJ's already set up playing. Yeah. 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 We'll be playing some old school hip hop and yeah, just some cool music, you know, jam out too. Um, yeah, we'll have some vendors set up out there. So, you know, you can spend your money. Um, but yeah, ultimately it's just going to be nice. Everybody just kind of kick back and, and, you know, and see each other in person for, you know, for a change. So I think that'll be a lot of it. It'll just be everybody just having a good time. Yeah. You know? And then, and then the, the, uh, the awards, like what time, uh, will that be going down? Uh, we'll probably do that. At, I think I have an actual schedule written out, which is, you know, a thing to do. Like if you're doing a show, like actually have it all broken down. Um, but yeah, we'll do it at three o'clock so we can be done with there, you know, wrap, have it all wrapped up by four and, um, yeah, start cleaning up and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the awards thing should, shouldn't last more than like 30 minutes, but I wanted to do it at three and, you know, everybody talking and trying to get everybody organized and stuff. It'll still probably be like three fifteen, three thirty. 15, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, people not finished doing their judging and everything. <laughs> so, but three, three o'clock is the idea ideal time to you know everybody settle down and listen to who's gonna win um mm -hmm. so yeah it'll be fun that's cool for me like whenever it, it's cu cutting to the end you know once it's the awards i'm already like dang it's it's over you know like this this was a fun show and it's like for me it's like a bittersweet like it's cool but then it's kind of like dang like i know i'm gonna miss everybody that was here yeah 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 uh same here man and that's it seems like that's when, like, towards the end is when you finally, like, everybody's relaxed and you've kind of gotten a chance to talk to everybody and you get to extend those conversations beyond the, hey, what's up, you know, while you're working the show or, you know, busy with stuff. Uh, so that's the importance of the after party, too, actually, you know, where you can actually finally, especially me, like, uh, and a lot of the guys that are helping me run this show, we don't really get a lot of chance, a lot of time to j actually just chill and enjoy it. We're too busy running around. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'll be nice. That's that's definitely another appeal, you know, it's just to be able to just chill for a little bit and have some beers and, you know, actually talk with everybody and just have a good time. Because, yeah, usually, like, at every show that I'm at, you know, we're kind of getting kicked out. We're the last ones there, you know. <laughs> uh, like, oh, we got to go. Like, ah, you know. Yeah. So that's that's what's going to be nice about this one. Um, and also, yeah, just the, the time frame of it, we sh I sh there should be a little bit more relaxed. It shouldn't be just such a rush. Um, cause yeah, that's a big thing. I just want everybody to just have a good time, you know, and just, yeah, just be able to enjoy the company and, uh, and take a look at everybody's works. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. How, how many cars do you think you're going to be bringing out that day of yours? <laughs> um, you know, I've got them still in the boxes, uh, from the last, from the little uh, club meet that we had, I think we've got like eight there. And then plus like, I don't know, probably a cool 10, maybe a couple more than that. Maybe, a, you know, 10 to 12. Dang, and then, uh, that's a good amount. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and they're, they're all cool. Mostly curbside, so it's not like I've been really working my ass off on them or anything. Mm. <laughs> um, but then, um, yeah, then we got a few people mailing their stuff out, too. So I, I'll be responsible for those. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'll be, <laughs> I'll be busy. I'll be setting those up and everything. It'll be fun. Yeah. And then the diorama parts and all that stuff. So that's the importance of being there early, uh, you know, to get set up for me. I don't have to worry about it so much. Do you, do you ever get nervous when people start to send you their bills and you have that responsibility? 
uh, at first, just opening that box, you know. What I mean? Yeah, like, the unknown. Yeah, just like, oh my gosh, please be all in one piece, you know. And it's usually a mirror or something, um, or a wheel, no big deal. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's why I told him try to send it. Like, don't wait till last minute to send it, so I can if anything needs to be put back on. I can like take a good hour and just look at it and make sure you know everything. I'm not in a rush, you know, putting anything back together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. Um, just I just got a couple guys actually, and I think they both sent in. One dude sent in me like two, and the other dude sent in like four. Um, so it should be all right. That's cool. And um, I did notice uh, well earlier you mo- you mentioned the club meeting, but um, you know back in March seventh, you guys had a club meeting out in Texas with uh, all the club members. Those underground yeah, yeah. kings, and how was that? How was uh? I mean, for you know, it's not even the show yet, but you guys were able to like kick it and hang out. Yeah, yeah. So that's been uh, that's been a long time in the works. Uh, because JC, that's that's we're at his place, and he lives out in Tyler, and uh, that's he's an hour at least from even just Dallas, and then you add like me in there, you know, that's another hour outside of Dallas. So, anyways, JC always comes out, you know, to all the shows and everything, and uh, he's been inviting us for a while, and we've been trying to get together to do a little, you know, little barbecue and everything, you know, build day, just kind of a little meet out there. And for some reason, it always kind of fell through. Um, so we just really made it a point. I was like, no, we're doing this. Everybody pick a date that you're not, you know, <laughs> that nobody has to work, you know. Um, so. Yeah, we just kind of force fed it and made it happen. And it was cool. We had a great time. Um, yeah, cooked out in the grill, had some drinks. Uh, and some of the guys drove out from pretty far away, like Doug. He came out from Austin. Uh, Chester from Houston. Um, yeah, some of those guys did some driving. Man. So, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, it was always, it's nice. And uh, I want to thank you guys for sharing photos of you guys hanging out too. Cause I know a lot of the times there's people that, you know, they'll have club meetings, but they're a little more private. Um, you know, so, sometimes we don't get to really see what's there, but it was kind of cool for you guys to just show like what, what are you guys brought in to you know, show each other? Ultimately, we have uh, Francois, you know, Skeleton to uh, thank for that because uh, he's the one that actually looked sat down and, and he brought his camera and took some really good pictures uh, i started to for like a minute and then i got distracted and it was on to a conversation <laughs> and then that never happened so yeah. if, if there's not photos of anything it's not for you know a privacy thing it's more of uh just a add you know kind of situation <laughs> yeah, that's cool he came he came through with that Shout yeah, out to he, him. yeah he, he brought his little diorama everybody got some really cool photos in front of it mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah, he's made his presence known already, you know, that fast. Because otherwise, yeah, it would have just been a few crappy picks, I bet. Uh, I really think it was just him um, that took some good pictures, really. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, because I saw you guys are, like, you know, chopping it up. And then uh, there was a car. Who Whose car was that? Like a lowrider that was there at <laughs> yeah, the, at the pad? There. Yeah, yeah. So uh, JC's really good friends with some of those guys out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they, they came through. And, uh, yeah, just hung out with us, man. It was really cool. Man, that's so dope. I hope – well, I'm pretty sure Francois is going to come through at the show, too, on the 24th, oh, yeah. documenting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's going to step up uh, in, in the absence of Willie since he's not going to be able to make it. He offered up right away. 
and I was like, perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So he'll be, yeah, he's, he's an ace with that camera, man. That's pretty cool. That's, um, that's dope. Cause I've got a nice camera over here too, but I'm not very good at it yet. You know, and <laughs> so I won't really spend a whole lot of time with it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So he's going to step up and, and document the event for us. So it, yeah, it should be fun. Man, well, th this year's been kind of crazy. I mean, if you think about it, like, so January, like, you, you guys were going to have to do the show, then it got postponed. So yeah. that didn't fall through. And then come February, you guys had this crazy, like, snow for, what, like a week or two that just kind of shut yeah. everything down? Yeah, it was a week. Uh, where, yeah, the city was shut down there. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, I, you know, I did that little post just letting everybody know this is why I'm not responding to your messages because I've got, like, the phone, you know, my internet's up for, like, an hour at a time. Mm -hmm. These rolling blackouts thing, you know, yeah. where they're just purposely, you know, shutting down the power every hour just to conserve because there were a lot of people that didn't have it at all. You know, uh, no power at all throughout this whole time and no water and everything. So, um, yeah, it was it, it got pretty wild there. But like I said, you know, I was, I was blessed throughout the whole time, really. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it looked nuts, you know, some like people posting stuff and everybody's like dealing with different things. And, yeah. And at the same time, though, it's like, you know, w once you take away the, the electricity and Internet and all that, it's it's kind of like, oh, man, you know. We take yeah. a lot of things for granted. I had a, a friend of mine, yeah, that um, they, um, yeah, they had no power, no water, or anything like that. They got lucky and got a hotel, but even that hotel had no water, so they had to run to like a Walmart or whatever. And all you know, there's absolutely no gallon waters or anything like that because uh, it basically what they were doing is buying like Shasta, like the cheapest, like two liters of soda and everything mm -hmm. to use to uh, help to flush the toilets. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like, damn. <laughs> no, heck yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So damn. that's what we're having to do, you know, to get kind of to just keep things kind of normal. Yeah. You know, you know well, not only are we having to run a hotel, but still have no water and having to run a Walmart. So what a trip. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I was kind of like, I was just shocked because I don't really check the news too much. But then once I started to see this like everywhere on the news and then online and then people are posting it that I follow, I'm like, wait a minute, like this yeah, is dude. this is crazy. And you know, and really the weather, you know, comparatively to anywhere else, you know, north of us, you know, you know that ain't shit, you know. <laughs> but we're not prepared, man. We're mm -hmm. not. No, yeah, <laughs> it, it, just, it just came through, and it was it was like, dang. And then uh, once, you know, once that passed, you know, then March 7th, you guys got the club meeting. And now April, we got the show. Oh, yeah, we stay busy. And it's going to be like that for the rest of the year. And, you know, I'm excited for it, you know. That's dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good good things are coming through. So that, that's what's, uh, what's awesome right there. And then also I wanted to congratulate you on the release of the dedicated magazine, the Volume 5. Oh yeah, right on. Yeah, it seems like see that seems like forever ago, and it really wasn't been that long, I guess. Yeah, no, it, ha it hasn't been. Yeah, but yeah, that's another thing. We got to get back to work on that one. Uh, we got the uh, the contest issue coming up on that, and um, so yeah, so basically, my goal is to get through this month with the show and everything, <laughs> and then next month, uh, I've got to finish up the photo wedge too, like that. I've got most of that stuff drawn out. And I'm ultimately like just down to um, 
the final, like I print everything out on paper to kind of test print to make sure everything lines up properly. Uh, and then, uh, so I've got to do that, just make sure everything, you know, it's legit and then organize everything on the, on the pages. So I've got a lot of artwork to, you know, send in that I've been working on little by little. Uh, so next month I'll focus on trying to wrap that up and hopefully that'll only take me a couple weeks because most of it is really ready and then, uh, and then get to work on the magazine. So yeah, uh, again, we'll be busy, man. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and like that process um, how's it like, uh, for example, you know, you obviously you guys promote it, people do the pre-orders, but then, I mean, the, you guys are working on the magazine and it's done. How mm -hmm. does, how does it feel once, you, once everything's approved, it's done. And then the boxes just show up that yeah, that's here's the, the mags. Feeling. Like, how's that feeling? That's the best feeling right there. Uh, cause yeah, it's a lot of work that we put into it and, uh, it's, 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 yeah, that's the coolest part is when you when I get those cases of magazines showing up to the door, you know, from UPS, he rolls up with his dolly, you know, and makes a couple of trips with that sucker uh, and drops them off. And I'm like, break out the, the box cutter and, uh, and my phone so I can start documenting and send it over to Willie and, and, and George to, you know, share the experience, if you will, you know? Mm, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's really cool to see it finally come to life. Um, you know, and just just like a model car when you just you know finally finish it you know yeah and then i also notice even the the packaging change you guys do the well you were doing them in the cardboard boxes mm -hmm. the mag magazine uh size yeah. yeah we we had to go to the boxes the first couple issues you know we did them in the bags just being i guess naive to how rough the uh usps is um some of them were getting you know at, you know, they're getting damaged and, you know, the corner is being bent or some of them look like they've been run over by a truck, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then with the pre-order thing, I was, or, you know, I didn't have exactly a whole bunch of extras, you know, I'd have maybe a handful. So I'd do, do those, you know, but some would still go missing and everything. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a headache sometimes with the mail, yeah. you know? But, so, um, yeah. So we just decided, Hey, let's do boxes. It's going to cost more, but you know, it's going to cost more both in the actual boxes versus the, the sleeves and also in shipping itself. So uh, we just kind of had to build that back into it. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, that's what it was all about, though. We wanted these things to be collector's pieces. So mm -hmm. um, and we didn't really get any flack about the uh, increase in shipping over it. And uh, yeah, we didn't affect the uh, the magazine cost. We just kind of took that as a kind of a bite out of the, you know, our, our production cost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's totally worth it though. Way less problems. You know, they're actually being shipped, you know, in, you know, with every, you know, regular packages and everything. And no, yeah. Well, I know you said one of them looked like it got run over by a truck. Was, I was just imagining like the, you know, like the, <laughs> the USPS dude, he's pulling out the, the, all the packages and he, he sees the Maggie's like, he just like, you know what? And all these other packages, I'm going to run them over real quick and then deliver oh, them. No, seriously. It, <laughs> I mean, it seriously had like fire tread marks on the bag. Dang. Yeah. And, you know, ripped up and, you know, it was salvageable in a way, but, uh, you know, that's not what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, I remember a long time, uh, not a long time ago, like a couple months ago, I sold something on eBay. I had like this, mm -hmm. this like, it's like a graffiti figure like an urban vinyl figure from like back 2006 cool. and, yeah. and I, I sold it 
on eBay and um I was like, all right, cool. I I need to make sure I package this good, you know? And I'm going to do signature and everything, you know, insurance cuz I mean, this is an old and I don't have another one. You know, I want to make sure this goes out good and a lot of the times at the USPS store, once you have, you know, your your label already on the box, you could just place it in a basket or somewhere and then right. later they scan it and and it, and it gets through the system. So yeah. Yeah, that's how I do it. My yeah. thing was like, all right, I normally always put them in the basket, but you know what? This time, my, my thinking was like, I don't want to put it in the basket because then what if it gets crushed or something? I started to think that. And then yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get in line. So I got, a, I got in line and I stood there for a minute. And then finally I was up next and I just told the guy like, hey, um, dropping it off. Can I get a, like a receipt, like a drop off receipt? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he scans it. He's already like sitting in a chair. He's not even standing up. He scans mm-hmm. it and he just turns around real quick. He has like a swivel chair. Dude, he just like launches the box. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. From where he's sitting, he just launched it over his shoulder. And I saw where this is going, man. I know you can't see me, but yeah, I've been shaking my head like for the next like 10 seconds. <laughs> like, yeah. And then and I was like, oh, and then that thing just like, it just landed in his basket and I'm just yeah. like thinking, oh man, like I, I would have been better off just putting it in that other, how I always yeah. do it. That's just how it's going to be the whole time it gets shipped. You know, there's, I don't mm-hmm. know how many times that happens, you know, it gets tossed from one container to the next in the conveyor belt, or whatever, I don't know. And into different trucks and planes or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, tossed around. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, dang. I mean, I, I did my best to package it well. And then once the... Um, it's funny because then I, I tracked it, you know, and everything. You know, he got it, and he signed for it and everything. And I was just like, I was so anxious to know how it yeah. arrived, right? So I'm over here hitting him up, like, "Yo, do you like the figure? Like, how is it?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. You know, thank you." And I think I was overdoing it more than him, but <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, you know, he was happy with it and everything went smooth. Not all like, dude, this thing's all messed up. Yeah, proper packing, proper packing. Oh, I was proud of myself the other day. So my daughter ordered this little book, right? My, so I've got a, uh, my oldest is now in uh, college in Wisconsin. And uh, she ordered a book on uh, Amazon and had it excellently sent over here. So I was all proud of myself because uh, I was like, don't worry about it. I'll send it to you. And also got this like bag of potato chips, some Japanese ones, these honey butter things that she likes. Oh, dope. So I was like, so I was like crap, I'm going to package a book with some chips. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was on like, proud of myself because I taped the box, the book to the bottom of the box. Yeah. And then, so, and then I <laughs> taped, the, taped the book down and I held the box and flipped it upside down, make sure it wasn't going to move, shook it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, shaking it and it's like, cool. And I put the chips on and send it on its way. So oh, hopefully that's that's tight. <laughs> Got to get creative with the shipping, man. <laughs> nah, you do, man. You do. It. Um, so sometimes, like when we get packages here at the house, you know, uh, for other things, like I'll I like to keep some of the packaging or even just the boxes, because um, there might be like an odd shape of the box that later you might end up using. You know. Yeah, yeah. I already uh, reused your box. That ran oh, out. nice! Yeah, no, yeah, dude. It's, I think it's good <laughs> to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats, man. Uh, congrats on the skill riders, dude. That was. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, really doing well, and seemed like a really good fit for you to do that. You're already kind of. Uh, you always had your eye on, 
you know, the cool tools and, and, you know, so it seemed like a really perfect fit for you to do that. And, uh, it, it seems like it's paying off, man. I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, uh, just excited over the packages they get. All those cool new, you know, equipment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been it's fun. It's uh, it, it's crazy because I mean, there was a point where you know I was just, you know, just I was just doing one job, family business, and like I always wanted to do something else, you know, like on my own, and yeah. and it was just one of those things where I had to think about like, well, what what is it that I'm gonna do? And I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and things and. I mean, a lot of the times what I get from it is whatever you're going to do, make sure it's something that you're into that you love, you yeah. know? And I mean, I tried the music thing back then and then like that was cool, but, but you know, it, it um, it, it got a little yeah. saturated and a little, like there was just too much of what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Music industry is really tough. Yeah. And it's tough too, on top of that. So it was just like, you know, yeah. The yeah. the model cars and the tools especially was like a big passion of mine, and it was just you know at first I was kind of like kind of clueless as to like how how am I gonna get things going and start it off. But then once I I felt like once I was put in this like position where you know mentally I had to really think about and then reflect on things that I've learned at work from experience. That, yeah, yeah. And I was it. like, oh, all right, like this isn't gonna be that like crazy or hard i'm just overthinking it and then i just kind of went for it and it's some work though man i know uh you know trying to reach out to these you know these um just you know companies to you know distribute their product and everything is it can be tricky especially you know language barriers and all that stuff yeah you know yeah and, and, the, and the thing the, from you know over the overseas and everything yeah like yeah. I, I it was funny like i was digging through some emails like old emails like the first ones i sent out to companies mm-hmm. and I was just tripping out on my first messages because I was basically asking for like, you know, buying wholesale and dist- and or whatever, you know, like reaching out to the distributors. Yeah. But I had no website. <laughs> like I was asking them to buy product and this and that. And I mean, yeah, some of those guys, they, they want to make sure they're sending it to somebody that's, you know, legit. Yeah. And some of them were like, uh, no. And some were like, okay, let's, let's see what's up. But then, yeah. Once, like, I was like, at that time, I was just like asking around, let's say. And then once I had the, the site and it was up, then mm-hmm. I felt more more comfortable, a little more confident to ask. And then once, like, I had like a few, you know, like a few like companies that were like, all right, we already have their product. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. You know, it's almost like a cosign, you know. I felt right. I felt like all right if I got God Hand, you know all these other companies they already know who God Hand Polly is or whatever. They're gonna yeah, so you put that in your email and let them know. Hey, I'm carrying <laughs> these brands, you know. Like, yeah. Name drop, name drop. Yeah, then... mad name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and then little by little, you know, and and then randomly I'll get these random emails from other companies and you know Japan oh, cool. and like China, but it's not even like model stuff. It's like they're they're like, hey, you know, these are our products. You know, if you're interested, hit us back. Huh. And I'm like, what? What is this? It, it was just yeah, like, just like, just like some weird. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if they're weird, but um, you're just in these database, man, of just random. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, something. I'm like, what, what can you? What can I use that? It looks hella industrial and like all like, 
like uh, avocado green packaging and the i don't know it was just trippy like mm. b- b- weird like machinery blenders or something i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but it's it's been fun though i've been it's definitely learning a lot as i go um, it's dedication too right like you've got to really set aside time like it took me a little bit to uh you know really ultimately to decide if i was gonna do this junkies as a store Mm-hmm. you know or you know there was a time i could i was really considering just okay i'm only gonna do this for like the first year you know because i wanted to make stuff for myself you know what i mean and i'll share yeah. and then and i figured ah, i'll run out of things to actually make anyway so it won't be that hard for me to stop and then uh more and more ideas you know more and more kits is like oh yeah this needs that oh yeah this one you know um and then it kind of like I had to come to like a realization and, and really decide if I wanted to pursue this as, you know, as a business, because it's it's work, man. It's time. You know, yeah. you get a dedicated day, you know, sometimes just to fulfill orders, sometimes longer, you know, especially if you're doing packaging and everything like I do. Um, so, yeah. So sometimes my orders do take time to get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, it took me a while too to find like the the proper time to package and get everything going, because yeah. like I have you know like my little one, she's seven months, and and then I'm still working my other job from home, so I needed to find like wh- what's the right window to be able to do all this stuff, and yeah. for the most part it's at night, you know, once everybody's in bed and asleep, um, it's like all right, I got time and. And I now, get now for uh, job number three. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> job number three. I throw on that hat. I get started, yeah. and um, once all that stuff's like done, I'm like, all right, cool. To the next day is pretty much the drop off date yeah. where where I'm gonna go. And one of the, you know, I I know like some people when they post, you know, they'll they'll shout me out or or they'll say like, you know, thank you for the fast pack like shipping or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. In a way, like it's cool, but in a way, it's kind of like uh, kind of scary too, because <laughs> it's almost like like it's setting a bar in a way, you know, like like for myself, like like it has to be fast, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh damn, but I, I don't have I don't have con- like I don't have control over that, you know. The the well, the thing that I I feel like where I have an advantage of where I'm living at now, because I I moved away from Ventura County. Uh, and I live now I live in LA County and yeah, I, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like 10, 15 minutes away from downtown LA where all the big buildings are. I'm like right. super close to that. And then pa- I'm like borderline with Pasadena too. And okay. basically the post office, like it's not that far. And when I just drop off there and then there's a UPS store, like a block away. So it, it all works out right here. Um, okay. I think I'm saving a day by shipping it out because it's already here kind of like in a center area, whether it's going to go Northern California or Southern, but like basically like if somebody in California orders and I noticed like by the next day, they already have it. The the package in California. Yeah. And then everywhere else it's, it's like, it saves a day. Cause sometimes they'll tell me like, Oh, this one's going to take you three or four days to get there. And then next thing you know, it's like, bam, like in two days, it's already there. And I'm like, what the hell? Or when I track it, like, let's say I drop everything off. I'll track it later in the evening. I just want to make sure everything got scanned and, you know, it's on its way. Yeah. And, and it's already, like, on its way. Like, it's it's gone. Like, it's not even in Pasadena anymore. It's already, like, in another city. 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dang, that's cool. You know, that's, that's helping a lot right there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it is scary though when it's when it's like, like the the fast. <laughs> Two three days, dude. I haven't gotten a confirmation either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm bad about that. Because I, I, I usually do mine uh, on Saturdays. I do like once. A, you know, I'll do mine on a Saturday morning, and I'll go to work on it and get everything out. Uh, you know, sometimes if it's not a lot of work, I'll you know be able to ship them that same day, that same Saturday. Um, but other times, most times it turns out to be like, I don't get to the post office until, you know, Monday because the post office is closed early here on Saturdays mm-hmm. and they close like at three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, once a week is all I do. Um, and, but yeah, it definitely could be better, you know? And then often like recently, I kind of fell behind like all month. It was like, uh, yeah, I just kind of falling behind cause I had to like re up on packaging everything because I'd kind of done enough like had a really good stock of everything and then it just kind of you know eventually sold out and I still had some more product to uh package up and so it took me a while to get out there but it did you know I was yeah. going through where yeah. how was it like during that time you know like going back to like the blackout and you know when it was in February when it was like snowing were you getting like orders are on that time too and you're like damn there's no way i can even get these out <laughs> actually that's when I, I did have some good time for packing then so yeah it was it worked out all right because a lot of that time i was actually at home mm-hmm. um, and that would be a good thing for me to do when there's no power you know <laughs> as far as getting all the stuff prepared and then yeah. when i had to jump over to the laptop print out the labels and get them ready but yeah of course they sat there still you know, for the week or whatever it was until I could actually, you know, leave my bubble, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're ready to go. I use my time kind of wisely there. That's cool. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, there was definitely that moment is like, well, yeah, these are just going to have to sit here because yeah, orders have been, you know, pretty steady uh, for a while now. Yeah. That's tight. And I, and you know, with the photo etch just recently, I saw uh, also shout outs to Gavin because he has a, a store as yeah. well that he yeah. launched not yeah. too long ago. It's the yeah. lowrider modelcarparts.com. Yeah, I was wanting to bring that up to you. And man. you guys yeah. you guys recently did a collab with the uh the cruise well steering wheels that are they're gonna be dropping soon. Oh man, that was so nice. Yeah. Uh yeah, props to Gavin on that man. I had drawn them up and uh I sent him all of them actually. I said I drew them up. I was like hey since he was just starting to get into that he he was working on the wheels at the time. And I was like, hey, I'm, I made all these steering wheels. I'm going to send them all to you to do what you want with. And, uh, yeah, he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And so not only did he do the, uh, you know, the 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 grips for him, you know, the the donut and the heart, but also, uh, yeah, he got them actually, like, chrome plated. And he's got the company that does, like, the chrome plating for, like, um, Aoshima or whatever it is out there in Japan that he uses. Um that's totally so really nice actual like vacuum plating you know mm-hmm. uh so it's, it's sharp stuff like you've seen the wheels you yeah some of this no no i've been i i've oh. been talking to him because uh <laughs> i've been telling him about a size i want in the wheel sure so he's okay. he's getting that ready for me um yeah no, his, his wheels are are sharp man They're yeah sharp. yeah yeah because yeah. because i was asking him questions about a particular size and then he, at the time, I don't think he was doing that. Like you know, because recently he made an announcement about that. Like if you needed yeah. a, 
you know, the, the wheel to fit, you know, a certain size to let him know. And then that's when I was like, that's what I need right there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's done some, uh, yeah, he's got some like 13s that he did for me. Uh, well, I think he did for himself and then shared a set with me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's cool. And then, yeah. Cause like right now, uh, I talked to him maybe a couple of days ago and he was telling me that he's going to get, cause I understand right now he's, he's in that contest by Iceman. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I was kind of like, dude, like, you know, handle, like do what you got to do. And once, you know, that's done and time has passed and, and you're good to go, then, you know, we'll, we'll touch up on that. But it's almost like, you know, I, I want to get the wheels. I want to get those steering wheels too. Dude, everything in his lineup is awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of dope wheels, stuff on there. All the, all the bomb accessories, you know, the bumper guards and everything. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, the swamp coolers are like the cleanest I've seen. No disrespect to anybody that's done swamp coolers, but these, I mean, he really nailed it. Um, you know, on that Thermidor style, you know, he, he really took the time to make sure it was like detailed, uh, properly. And the 3d prints are great, man. They don't really need much work if anything at all. I mean, and then the wheels, they'll tell you that, you know, cause he has those things chrome. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just. It blows my mind, like everything, how it's come a long way, you know, um, there's, you know, there, I've noticed like, you know, people do runs of things and then they're kind of, they just become like limited and then they're done. Like they kind of just, you know, life or things happen and it's just the aspiration or to go back into that. It's, it's not even a desire anymore. It's just like a one and one and done, but it's cool that, no, no, yeah. Cause I mean, it is. And you know, you do it for yourself and everything, and then, you know, you get enough for yourself and everything. You make enough to share with the class, kind of deal. And then, yeah, after you're done with that, so yeah, it's it's very similar to what I was kind of my mindset with the detail junkies stuff. You know, I just kept finding more and more stuff to do. And as as Gavin, I think he started off just kind of wanting to do wheels, and then it's like he's got all this different you know projects going on, and more and more cool things he wants to try out. So. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him because I I mean I still remember that one time when I had the when I did the interview with him, and yeah. I remember him saying something like he just because that was during like when the whole pandemic thing was going down and he was just saying like dude it's like I'm stuck like there's nothing I can't do anything, you know right right and and it it was just one of those things where I I almost feel like you know being being put in a tough position like that. And just knowing that you're creative and, and you have a love and a passion for model cars and lowriders and everything. And, and just the, the type of level of, of building that he does, he was yeah. able to like, you know, the, those ideas to create, all right, I'm, I'm going to start a company and I'm going to put out these products out to basically share. Because when I see like those products, even the, the like the press shots and everything yeah. of, of like what he's selling, it's almost like you're you're getting a, a piece of his talent and like what he does at, at his level you know and you could incorporate exactly. it in, in your builds yeah that um, passion that he wanted to add you know detail wise to his stuff yeah yeah part of yeah which, which your project no yeah. heck yeah dude and like that hunger it, it's it's just it's there dude and and that's it now it's just you know he he has the support people are supporting him and and they love what he's doing and it's just like as long as people keep supporting him, supporting you, you know, everybody, more more stuff is gonna come. Exactly. You know, what more can we ask for? Oh yeah, these uh three D printed bodies, man, are starting to look great. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah, how how do you feel with, uh, like, what's going to happen with, like, I mean, people are always going to be doing, like, resin and stuff, too, but mm-hmm. do you see kind of, like, tr- a, a transition with that into 3D yeah. printing? Yeah, I think so. I think people are getting more and more comfortable with it, you know, every time, you know, both uh, both quality-wise and people are getting more comfortable with it and just kind of adapting. And once you have that 3D printer, you know, people are learning to draw more and more. Mm-hmm. But also, I think people will be. A lot of these bodies are just going to be, you know, accessible for anybody to print and not need to buy them. You know, maybe kind of digital download. You know, what I mean, to like music. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe uh, somebody might, you know, well, you know, sell the files, but are, but then later there's going to be like a Napster. Yeah. <laughs> just feeding, yeah, feeding all with our hobby, you know, but <laughs> feeding you know, all the files, get them here. Downloading the licenses for it, you know, yeah. downloading the files and, you know, paying a fee, but right. even if it's, you know, a cool 20 bucks or whatever, you know, yeah. and the thing is everybody will have 3d printers. So it's not going to be a thing where people are downloading and then sharing it with everybody or trying to make money off of it because everybody's mm-hmm. going to have one. Everybody can just kind of do it themselves. So yeah. everybody pays that 15 bucks to own a copy uh-huh. and do it yourself. So there's not really a need for bootlegging it. Dang. Um, it's like we're seeing like back then, like the person selling the mixtape CDRs mm-hmm. and now dude, exactly. you know, download it. And then later, dude, I got all the mixes right here on this oh, one USB dude. stick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, I'm thinking that's what we're gonna see, you know, because uh the 3D printers are just getting more and more accessible and people are getting more and more comfortable with it. Uh-huh. And uh and like and like I said, you know, the people are, are drawing more, you know, everybody's learning, you know, these programs to do it with and we're seeing some really cool stuff. Like even just like this year or the past like six months it seems it's been a lot of cool people pop up with really, you know stuff we've all been wishing for for years you know yeah no definitely man it's like every uh every month there's something new i i I feel like even in the model game there's always uh like something to look forward to like on ig like we're on instagram and then boom like somebody busts out with something yeah just scroll man just keep scrolling you'll find something cool yeah dude (laughs) and it's nuts like even if it's not model building but just car related stuff or or paint Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to come across a new account and then they have like tons of photos or videos. Yeah. Yeah. And you get lost down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's a trip. Like all the all the stuff that's uh, been going down now, you know. But yeah, it's a good time for a hobby for sure. It is, dude. It is. And I, I keep coming across a lot of accounts of you know, people who, uh, they're, they're either new to Instagram, but they've been, you know, it looks like they've been building for a minute, but you know, cause uh, they'll have all these photos. And when you, when I'm looking at them, you see the dates and you can tell like, they're just uploading them like constant, but it's yeah. like, you know, they're trying to just, it's almost like they're just trying to catch up. Like, damn, I have a catalog of builds. Let me just throw them up so people can right. see them. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too, actually. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty neat right there. And, um, as far as, uh, like photo edge, is there any, any cars that you're thinking about doing next for maybe this year or next year? Uh, it's a matter of what cars am I not going to tackle, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
uh yeah it's a long list right like right now like the next uh the stuff that i've got drawn is going to be um mostly focused on like uh the g bodies and 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 the uh the square body chevy trucks um so there's those two kits for the square body chevys and also the s10 because i screwed up the grills the last time i was having those i thought those were gonna be ready last run but those are a waste uh but then yeah the a regal kind of set and a uh you know the cutlass uh, i've linked up with uh dude from uh clearly scale jeremy from uh clearly scale he's going to set me up with some of the original uh euro clips that he did uh so i'll be able to do a full set with those and uh what else oh and a lot of stuff kind of just for the hell of it because they're stuff that i grabbed and want to work on so like the nova wagon that came out recently and uh 72 Impala, uh, things like that. Or not 72, uh, what year? Uh, 68, yeah, 68. And Suzuki Samurai, you know, personal projects. You yeah, know? that's dope. Uh, that, yeah, so Suzuki Samurai surprisingly has tons of stuff to make for it. So that's going to be a pretty significant set. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, having fun. You know, I've got like the uh, AB Monte Carlo, and I think I've got a 65 uh, Ribby set that I decided I wanted to have, um, so things like that. And so a lot of it's kind of like narrowing down, you know, what's going to fit on the batch. I, I realistically may do like a double order this time with, uh, you know, cause I need to bring back some of the stuff too. Like I need to bring back the 50 Chevy truck sets, the 53 Bel Air, um, that there's definitely still a need for some of the stuff I've did and just sold out of, um, a lot of people are asking for that giant uh knockoff set that i first did um so those are all like in the queue and lined up and then ready to go um so it's just kind of a matter of formatting and fitting what all i can do in one order um so like i said i may end up doing two orders and uh but again it's just gonna take me more time to break them all down and get them prepared <laughs> yeah is the uh, turnaround time pretty pretty fast once everything's in place yeah yeah more it seems like Definitely most 90% of the time is me drawing the stuff and, you know, mastering it. Uh, well, let's say 80% of that. And then uh, the 10% of actually like uh, the production time, because those guys are fast. Um, and then another 10% of that is me actually like breaking it all down and trying to package it all up. Yeah. <laughs> Doing instructions and print sheets and everything that goes along with it. Uh -huh. uh, so I always underestimate that amount of time that it takes to do that. So uh, I think I'm kind of getting used to, you know, um, yeah, a little bit of experience. I'm starting to know myself and how long it takes. So I won't put that much pressure on myself. <laughs> no, yeah. Do you ever have uh, trouble finding like the, the jewel cases, like the CD style and the cassette? Well, at first I was doing uh, like there was this, we had this really cool store here in town that was a resale uh it was a thrift store, but of all like, um, it's like an artist thrift store kind of thing. So it was all like fabrics and just random, like, well, it should be trash, but it was not like a lot of cool, like they had bins of just plastic and it was just a really neat store. It's called scrap. Um, and they had bins of cassettes, uh, and CDs and it'd be like a bag of them for like five bucks. So that's where the whole thing kind of came up where I was using those as packaging. That's how I kind of ran across it. Well, actually, you remember at first I was using them for awards. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I had some of those laying around. I was like, oh, these are perfect for packaging because it would keep them safe, you know. And they were literally costing me like five cents at the time, you know. Uh, but then it came a thing where I ate up all of their inventory, you know. <laughs> uh, and I, I was like shopping at other thrift stores too. Yeah. Did you ever but ask them, you guys going to get any more of them bags? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I ate up like there was this like Christian thrift store or something that had like tons of like brand new ones that were all like, uh, you know, Christian music or you know different language music and and uh, the other uh, like what's the other one like uh, opera you know and and classical music stuff that hadn't been even opened yet. Uh, so these are all fresh cases that I was using, and then I just kind of yeah pilfered everybody's stashes of, of used tapes. So. Luckily, I found a store where I'm able to buy them brand new. So I, I think people probably appreciate not having one with uh, some stickers scrubbed off of it or cracks that are, you know, looking mm-hmm. all yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and then same with CD cases. So I just buy both of those on uh, Amazon or sometimes on eBay, you know, brand new. Mm-hmm. So it's not a problem. I just go through a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago, I remember buying the, the cases from Fry's electronics oh, yeah. yeah 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 like the this yeah the stacks of the cd cases the jewel yep. cases all that yeah yeah and then so yeah you know they have the slim disc ones i can't use those because there's not enough room mm, you know for the yeah those up and those things uh-huh uh so i've been really taking like the full-size cd cases and popping out the cd insert you know the little black piece of yeah it, you know mm-hmm. popping those out and just kind of using that big space in there uh yeah for everything so it, it works out uh, but yeah, I've, I've been experimenting too with some custom boxes and everything. I found a company that's making some boxes for me for like the saw blades. So I can, yeah. Uh, we get those in stores next because those sold out pretty quick. Yeah, and, those are cool, man. Though. I like those. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I re- yeah, I thought, why not? You know, it's like, and this metal is really rigid. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like a perfect fit. And I use I use those photo saw blades all the time, like the ones from Auto Car Garage and everything. Yeah. Not yet. You know, those are yeah. pretty tight um do you do you also can do the you know how well those you, you obviously you put them on the hobby knife but then there's mm-hmm. other blades where you just kind of hold the piece i've seen that you know yeah. I, don't, I don't like that you know uh yeah just using the metal as your uh as your grip and everything where they hold over yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah. i i don't have any i don't have any of those but i've seen them uh like advertised yeah. Um, the ones that I have at the moment are the Tamiya, T- Tamiya mm-hmm. ones. And I know I had some from, uh, Madworks, but those, yeah. but those yeah. you insert them into your, to your hobby knife. But there I have, so I have seen, the, I have seen those other ones that it's like around, like it has like a round butt part in the back. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I, I mean, I get it and it's cool, but I don't find that comfortable, you know, to, to grasp. Might be you like know? wobbly. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. There's, I've looked at those and like, no, nah, I don't want that. You know, I wouldn't want to buy myself, much less, you know, really put my neck out there and really support, you know, get behind it. Uh huh. Yeah. But, you know, no disrespect to any companies that, you know, hey, you know, you got to go out there and do different things, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of different things. There was a tool I saw today before I hit you up that I was tripping out on. And uh, this is from XL Blades. Yeah. And they on their post, they said something like, this is one of their most ambitious releases. 
Okay. I'm and, intrigued. I, and I was like, all right. So, you know, like they've obviously done like their traditional hobby knife with the number 11 blade. Mm-hmm. So this thing here, it's basically um, like maybe half the size of the handle or maybe a quarter of the handle. It's really small. And it has a round, like a ring part. Oh, yeah, so, I did see that. So you slide your yeah. finger in there, and then you, I guess, you have, like, more control. And then and you could fit a number 11 blade on there. Yeah. The ad they yeah. showed, it was, like, they were just ca- cutting paper, you know, like, tiny little, it looked almost like, like little leaves or something um, on there. But I hadn't, I hadn't even seen that. I just came across it because I started following them recently. Okay. Um, and I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like, it, it was just something different, you know, that, that I hadn't seen before. And I started to just visualize. I mean, everyone uses the hobby knife to cut tape, you know, on glass, let's say, uh, with like a ruler. Yeah. But I was thinking like this, this could also be like another option for that, too. I wonder how comfortable it feels like, though, you know? Yeah, I, I read a uh, I read a review actually of that one, and it did say uh, this person did say that it, they didn't really care for it too much, but it was yeah they got the appeal and that it was different and they liked the concept and everything, but it was uncomfortable or it takes some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just I'm curious to see how it would uh, like feel. Um, that product there, I know the like the company that I get products from, they don't have that because that's like a new product. But I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to hit up Excel uh, Blades directly to see if if that's something I can get from them to try out. Okay, because do they usually just go through uh, like you have a distributor? Yeah, yeah. So there. So what I've been learning is, um, you know, a lot of, you know, like at first, you know, when I was uh, getting the stuff, I was going just directly to companies and getting products from them. But then eventually, you know, I started to think like, you know, a lot of these companies, they, they have minimums, you know, like you have to right. spend X amount of money or or there was one company who was like, here's my list, but you got to buy like everything on the list, you know? Right. right. And I was like, like uh... I was like, dang, I don't I don't think that would be possible once I started adding up the numbers. Oh, yeah, you're not there yet. I, I mean, was like, nah, yeah. dude, I, I don't have that. I don't yeah. have buying power like that, you know? <laughs> so, well, even uh, like Revell, you don't order directly from Revell. You know, they've got their distributors. Yeah, there. yeah. So that was the one thing I started to learn. And then, you know, um, there's been a few different distributors that I've been in contact with, and they all kind of sell similar things, you know? they It's like all three of them, let's say, have Revell. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, but there's maybe one that has like let's say 50 companies under them and then another one has like 100 more companies under them so it's just like you know excel they have their own website where you can buy from them but for them it's more like you know they ship all their they they sell all their stuff to these distributors and then they handle everything yeah. like to us you know to like the stores and stuff so and i don't know like one of the distributors i have a lot of the stuff he has, like it's cool, but it's but it, a lot of it, I feel like it's a little outdated, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. It, you know, yeah. Experience. So it's yeah. So it's kind of like, dang. Like, I don't know if they'll even get this piece here. The the one we're just talking about right now. That's like a new product. And... Oh yeah, I can see that they don't necessarily like uh, Excel. 
maybe too cool to even try to push these on these uh, distributors, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they probably get them, you know, to their big, you know, big box, you know, accounts like, you know, well, I haven't seen them in any stores though. Um, so maybe they should be pushing that. Yeah. I'll have to look for it, but yeah, I think you can order it online. Yeah. Uh, I want to try it out. I just want to see how, uh, like how it feels like, like cutting something. Yeah. I kind of want to try it too. Yeah. I did see that one. It's pretty neat. Yeah. The way the thumb, yeah, hole and everything for it. Mm-hmm. And dude, but you know, out of out of all the companies, the one that I noticed that's like the most ambitious that through I would say like from last year, from more the beginning of this year, they ramped everything up is that company Dispay from China. I'd never heard of them, dude. Um yeah, yeah. It seems like so, they have some great stuff. I know Chester bought the uh the sanding pads from you. Yes, He's yeah. Like, bro, bro, these are it. He's like Yeah, yeah so, so- it's uh, it's been interesting because I remember, like, two years ago, going to uh, this Gundam store that's out here in L.A., and I'm like, now I'm, like, really close to it, you know? And I haven't even gone. Like, I want to go before I used to drive an hour to it. And now that, and now that it's, like, 15 minutes away, I guess I'm just like, I could go whenever, you know? And But I still don't, haven't even gone. Um, they uh, They were selling at the time just display the nippers and okay. and they were the 2.0s at the time and those are the the currently the the most popular ones right now okay but at that time i remember the the person working there was like telling me hey if, if you're looking for nippers we have these ones from this company in china called display and they're not they're really not known that well but they're good yeah. The name and, doesn't do any good, you know. It's like it seems like you're just buying some random stuff. Yeah, and I was at that time. I was like, I was, I didn't know who Dispay was, and I was more into God Hand, you know. In my mind, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, God Hand's like the shit, you know. They're from Japan, and and I don't know. I was just like, I'm, yeah, I'm into yeah, them, you know. Yeah, no, that changed my life. Though, those sanding pads, man. That's that took my uh, paint level to you know the next one right there. Yeah, yeah and and I, I I'm like. I'm all into the odd hand and and, to, and Tamaya. That's it. You know, those are my two to go to brands. Right. And then you know, time passed, and and I didn't really see too much about Dispay. But then, when I was, I started to see them more now in the in like the Gundam world, like people promoting them like crazy. That okay. that they have some cool stuff and this and that. And then once I got in contact with them, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I want to buy some of their stuff. So I started to get some of their stuff and try it out. And I was like, dude, this is actually pretty good. Like, I thought it was going to be kind of like whatever, you know? And yeah. and I noticed on their Instagram, I don't know, you know, who's handling the Instagram, but it, it sometimes in their stories, they post some funny stuff or they'll take shots at like, kind of like, they'll re, like reshare people's posts where they're mm-hmm. trying, they're taking shots at companies and stuff. And I'm just awesome. going like, dang, like these fools are crazy, you know? And that's awesome. I, I guess I need to find their Instagram. And, is Instagram? Yeah, yeah, on their Instagram. And the thing too is, is that I feel like because they're manufacturing and they're from China, mm-hmm. they're trying to prove to everybody that yo, like, just because it says made in China, like we ain't whack, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of like a hip hop thing too, where I go, dang, like these fools are. Like, it's like they got the chip on the shoulder, you know? They're like, nah, like, we ain't whack. Like, just watch. And, yeah. dude, they're constantly, like, just releasing stuff, you know? And um, 
like a lot of the products that I had, like in the beginning when I picked up their stuff, I mean, it was kind of slow, like pushing mm-hmm. these products just because of the, you know, like, how you, like for you, you know, like the name, let's say. Yeah. And, and then I, I don't know where I think, I think everybody started selling out of their products in the stores. And then it finally, it got to me all of a sudden, like just random back to back to back to back. It was a, the same order of the nippers. Okay. That I was like, what the hell? And then next thing you know, it's like, holy crap, I need to restock on like a lot of their stuff. Like everything's gone that of, of things that I've had of theirs. And then, you know, I'll, I'll look up their stuff in somebody else's site and completely gone. And I'm <clears> just <throat> like, damn. Yeah. And, um, they recently sent out an email saying that they're going to be launching like all these new products for this year. Okay. And one of them that they mentioned is uh, a paint mixer. So, you know how most of the times when we have, let's say, like a like a bottle, like the size of a Tamiya a jar. Oh, yeah, a little shaker. Kind yeah, of and, you know, we, we have, you know, you, let's say you have the paint on the reducer or the lacquer thinner in there. Um, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we got to shake it up with our hands. Or if you have one of those electronic little stirs, like you put it in there and you... Yeah, like a frother kind of deals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you agitate it. Well, these foods are coming out. I'm all these foods. Um, this face coming out with this uh, piece that it's like a little platform mm-hmm. that you can connect. I think it, it's powered by USB or you, you know, plug it into your wall, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a little platform and then you get your jar and you just put it on top. And I don't know if you press a button, but I've seen a video on it. And basically that, that little platform starts to shake or it does something where inside of it, like they showed a video of, let's just say, wa- like water, clear water. Yeah. And it shows the inside swirling like a tornado. Huh. And, and, and the paint is being agitated. It's being fully mixed. So does this seem different like than the, because th- doesn't uh, Mr. Hobby have one? Oh. Uh, uh, where it's kind of like a, it, just a shaker though. Like, I don't know. If yeah, it, nah, it, I don't. It like it might be different. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. yeah, this is something different. I've never, ever seen anything like this, like before. And everybody's like super hyped on this right now. Huh. It's supposed I, to drop supposedly the end of this month. Like they said that it's ready. Like I'm pretty sure they're probably, you know, it's, it's probably getting packaged now or something, you know, but they're, okay. they're expecting it to to be released, um, you know, like that we can order it or whatever. And, um, that's something that I definitely want to get, but just from from seeing videos, like there was this one where this dude had like a, a a huge jug of, let's say like a two liter bottle and they were just trying to show what it can do. And they, and like the bottle's bigger than the platform. And that, and that thing is, you just see the water, the water swirling in there. So this would work for like a spray can or something too. I believe so. Yeah. Like it's, okay. uh, it, it looks, it, it looks interesting that I was like, dang, this is crazy. There's also this, uh, this company from, uh, where are they from, I think, I don't know if they're from Taiwan or, um, or China as well, but the name is gun primer. And okay. I haven't heard of that. I haven't. They, yeah. they have some cool stuff, but I feel like. Um, it, it's almost like, I feel like a, an ego is, is kind of there with that company. <laughs> like, like, like they're, like they're hella premium, let's say. Okay. And, and hella premium that it's like, yo, you can't even buy from us either. You know? 
Okay. It's like, ain't no one, like, only, like, we're going to pick only, like, I don't know, five or ten companies around the world that are going to sell our stuff. But it, it, it's just, like, and it's crazy, like, there's people that talk about them on the message boards that they're dope, and then there's people that kind of hate on them, too, you know? Like, for that reason. For the, being... for the products, like, they're overpriced. Yeah. And and you can, like, I don't know. You know, it, it's just, like, they're a little controversial, let's say. Okay. This company. Well, you know, but, company but, I like to try out. To but see it gives them attention, though. Them. You know, it, it works. So, For sure. So um, they have this, this thing called the void. And it's like a, it's like a, like a vacuum suction kind of thing. So let's just say, for example, that you're in your bench and you're sanding uh, your body of your model or, or something, you know, sure. in your yeah. hands. So you put your sanding with your object in front of this thing called the void and in the center it has a hole which is like a suction so i guess it's it's like absorbing or sucking every every dust particle away from your car and you know from whatever so, so you don't yeah, yeah. so you don't breathe it it doesn't hit your face it doesn't go up you know in the air it's just it's sucking it in there um, it doesn't get pulled over <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't get all over the floor like it's just it's going in there um, and this, but these, these pieces, I mean, they're, I think they sell them for close to 300 bucks Ooh, for, yeah, the, for, for the void. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. so Dispay on their email, they said, they said that they're going to come out with something like the void. <laughs> <laughs> and <it'd be> 50 <laughs> but, <bucks>. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're coming out with the void, right. They're, they're, they're going to for sure call it something else, but they're just letting mm -hmm. people know, yo, like, don't trip. Like, don't if, buy it. <laughs> if you guys ain't going to buy that, we're going to come out with our own version. I got you. And, yeah. and I'm like, dang, like, you know, they're, they're trying to go out on everybody. For a minute, they were, they were kind of like uh, throwing some shade on Tamiya too. <laughs> and I was like, dang, these fools are, you know, they're crazy. I don't know if it's like a young person running the account. It must be, dude. But yeah, dude, it, it's it's pretty crazy. And um, but they uh they do have a a good um presence in the uh like in the gun, especially in the Gundam community. Like people are are, and even I see, I'm starting to see it a lot more, even in the car model stuff. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that display uh, uh, when I did my last order with you, and I was trying to remember what it was that I needed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I didn't need it, but that's what I was trying to remember. And then, yeah, it landed like a few days later. I was like, oh, that's what I was supposed to order. Yeah. Or I didn't know if you had it in stock, but the first time I ordered it, it was like something that you were out of stock on. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, they... Like I, I got an order I'm gonna be putting in with them soon. I'm just kind of waiting um, to see if they're gonna come out with those things. If I could already jump on them now, yeah. Um, to get those like paint shakers. Um, there's also they're they're also coming out with their own line of lacquer paint too. Okay. That's and and chameleon paints and all these other um, types of metallics and I think even pearls too. Um, okay. So yeah, there, there's a lot of. Uh, competition with between these companies and a lot of uh different things coming out god hand has like more tools coming out too that they're releasing okay um, good. this year as well they're still i mean sticking to their you know traditional tools that they've had for many years but they do have some new stuff that they're going to be coming out with and i mean it's it's just a matter of time until you know i'm 
I'm able to at least acquire like their full catalog, you know, well, like, because yeah, it, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's, it's still a process, you know, like building up, like now that I look back at photos of like hobby shops and, or when I've gone to some, um, now I'm like very aware of like, damn, like, like how much money, like there's a lot of money in this store invested. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, that at the time, yeah, you know, yeah, it, at the time it's like, like you just go to the yeah, hobby I store. Your, your site, man. And I was like, I kind of want to ask you how much you had to like, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you, but yeah, I was like, that's a, that's a pretty nice investment right there, man, to have all that product from the different suppliers and everything else, you know? Yeah, so, dude. It, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like, it definitely, uh, it's one of those things, man. It's an investment and it gets to a point where there's like, it's almost like there's no turning back or else you're going to be stuck with everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you can't like this, not uh, uh, restock and everything else. Cause nobody's going to want the leftover stuff that you have. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. And, and you know, it's sometimes it gets kind of tough cause you know, let's say like, you get like a big order or you put in an order with the company and everything arrives. And once in a while, you'll get an email or a message like, yo, can you get me this piece or this part? And you're like, dang, like, I wish I would have known earlier, you know, because <laughs> I, I could have gotten it, but now I have to wait like maybe in a, like a couple months or something to just put in another order. Um, because it's like a lot of this stuff's coming like overseas too. Right. And I mean, they ship yeah. it, they ship it fast, but you know, the, to me, it's more like, you know, right now I got to make that order worth it, you know, like, like, course, a, like a, a, a cool amount of stuff to bring in from all the way out there over here. Yeah. Just to offset the shipping alone. Yeah, dude. Cause like, uh-uh, or else it's too expensive, yeah. dude. The shipping. Yeah, you can, yeah. I know. Like I, my tab for shipping is usually like around a hundred bucks or something. And it's like, uh, you know, if if it's a lot, you can, you know, that breaks down to like, you know, pennies if it's a lot of stuff, but otherwise fully yeah. like makes it where you can't sell it at regular retail, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, props on uh, the CA gold, man. Are people starting to understand that that is like the glue to use? Oh yeah, dude. Thank you, man, for that. Cause dude, I've never used it. Like I didn't even know about it and it was one of those things where later everyone's like, oh, man, this is the best kept secret. And I was like, yeah, once you have it, like, okay, that's really the only glue you need now. Of course, you know, for, you know, variety of different things, you'll use different stuff. But the, uh, yeah, the, that's the main thing I use, that CA Gold. Um, uh-huh. And for anybody that's still listening, I know we've been going on for like three hours now, but <laughs> <laughs> that CA Gold is, uh, yeah, it doesn't fog your chrome. Uh, you know, any of the plated parts or your glass or photo etch or any of that stuff. Um, it just works like a regular CA glue. Uh, and yeah, I've been using that stuff for years, man. I love it. That's cool. Cause yeah, there, there was a time, um, a while back where I was gluing some chrome pieces together mm-hmm. and I was, I was using the, uh, I think it was the, the purple, no, not the purple, the pink one, mm-hmm. the maxi, the CA glue. And yeah, man, it, it fogged it up like in those little areas dude chrome. yeah i did that even knowing better like and i use like gold throughout everything else but for some reason i decided to glue these wheels on with our and they weren't even plated wheels but the thing is with the curbside this is like this uh c10 truck that i built the the k5 uh, one of the blazers anyway i uh 
glued the wheels on with uh, um, regular CA glue and no chrome or anything near it. So I thought, but I didn't really expect the, to fog up the windshield that was right by it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so dumb. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> I threw it away after that. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, I was confident that it was fine. You know? was yeah. like, Dude, you, you had me laughing the other day when we were texting each other, and I sent you a photo, and I was like, yo, which one do you recommend I buy in, in the the glues? Yeah. And I had told you about this one, and you were like, no, don't buy that one. He's the like, thin yeah. One? yeah, dude, I couldn't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that thin one is like water, and I don't know, maybe I'm sure they make it for a reason. People, I'm sure, use it and love it. But I, yeah. I it has a purpose. Yeah, it has a purpose. I don't know what it is yet, <laughs> dude. And it was, it was just hilarious. Like pours out. It's like I can't use this for anything, dude. It was hilarious. Would you say you put it in one of your yeah, homies' yeah. box? Yeah, JC, as a matter of fact. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, we're at a show and I was offering it to people. I'm like no, and I told them why I didn't want it. You know, this is why I'm giving it to you because it's you know. <laughs> But maybe maybe you're the guy that you know that uses thin CA glue. Yeah, yeah. Water. Damn. And, uh, no, no, no. And I was like, damn it, I'm not taking this home with me in this box right there. I'm like, you know. Like, <laughs> here's a pr- here's a prize. <laughs> damn. Like, oh, that's funny, dude. Yep. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I was just gonna throw it away. And if you threw it away, that's fine too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah don't order the CA thin. Uh, I mean, unless it's your thing. I don't know. It's like I said, it's probably. Some people use it for a reason. It's it's in existence for a reason. Yeah, I di- I didn't even know uh, when I was researching them. I didn't even, I had no idea that they were in, like out here in Northern California. Okay. Yeah. And um, when I found, I mean, because all the times I was just buying the glue at the hobby stores, you know, but I never really was like looking up like where's this company based out of. And, you know, uh, props to you, man, because you know I actually reached out to them. Uh, yeah, Bob Smith. And uh, I didn't get a reply because I was kind of wanting to do what you did. But, like, that was it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just wanted to be a gold to carry with my photo which line. You know, it's not too late, though. You know, you can yeah, still. Because you know yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, I hit I hit, I hit, hit them on an email, and I didn't, and I didn't, get, I didn't get hit back. So then yeah. I was like, you know what? The only way I'm going to get through is if I call them. And, oh, right. And that's, yeah, when, yeah, I, that's okay. when I knew that I was like, wait a minute. They're out here because... The area code is 805. It's the same area code um, as to where I'm at in, mm-hmm. in Oxnard before I moved, you know? And I was like, what the hell? I was like, they have the same area code. That's weird. So I just I just gave them a call. And um, I was able to, you know, finally, I told them, yo, I emailed you guys and everything. And, and then everything just kind of got sorted out, like, quick. And, yeah. I mean, once I put in that order um and everything um i it was like the stuff was here within a couple days um i was like damn it's quick i mean i'm assuming the bottles are everything's already ready it's just them printing labels and putting them on the bottles and and shipping them out you know um so i was like dang that's cool you know you got it so no we'll we'll leave it with you man that's awesome and i'll just push them towards you if anybody needs anything yeah Uh, thanks dude yeah but yeah, I think that's cool to have your own little label on there. And I was just, yeah, I, the only reason I was thinking that was like, you know, I don't need Hobby Town brand on it. Like, put your own label. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. Now, well, I don't know. Maybe in the future, if you do, if you do some more saw blades, we should 
do a collab. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm putting band-aids in those. That's going to be my collab. It's going to be with band-aids. <laughs> so you don't get cut. <laughs> yep. That's cool, man. Is there any, uh, any shout outs you want to give up before we go? Uh, no, just, uh, really everybody. That's the thing, man. I talk to everybody, so, uh, I can't really say names and, and, you know, just be rude. I'd be leaving people out, but of course to, uh, the club underground Kings, uh, yeah, these guys have been helping me out a lot, putting this show together and, um, yeah, for everybody that's coming out, everybody that, uh, supports the detail junkies thing and dedicated magazine and everybody just at random that I talk to and everything, man. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody, really. Nice. That's cool, yeah. man. Well, I'm I'm excited for you guys for your show that you have coming up, The Boulevard. That's going to be yeah. on April 24th, The Downtowner, 725 yep. North, Elm Street, and Denton, Texas, man. And then the after party after that. Yeah, yeah. The hip-hop barbecue, 90s hip-hop barbecue. That's fun. cool. You should just tell somebody to set up their phone, live camera, walking around the spot yeah yeah uh i'm sure we will uh yeah tony and yeah a lot of these guys like to do that type of stuff so yeah i'm sure we'll be on instagram live uh oh yeah so yeah it'll be fun we'll we'll definitely be a lot of fun and then so yeah if anybody that can make it out definitely it's worth the trip um for the car show alone you know it'll be a lot of it'll be a lot of fun um and then after that yeah we'll be doing uh more detail junkies photo watch the dedicated magazine then we'll be out there in california uh for the dedicated magazine show um so yeah we got the whole year planned out we'll be busy sick awesome man well thank thank you david for uh being back on the show um it was it was it's always a pleasure and fun dude talking to you yeah yeah, straight up dude i was like i got in uh i sat down in the hobby room i was like all right let me get my brain straight you know, go over some little uh, pregame, make sure I'm ready to uh, not have like a boring conversation with you where I'm like, I didn't even do that, dude. I sat down and I, uh, I started working on a model car. Focus. Yeah. I'm glad you out, man. You're easy dude to talk to. No, yeah, man. Likewise. It's cool, man. Always. And we'll, we'll do another one for sure. Cause uh, we definitely got to talk about the show you got coming up with you, Willie and George. We got to, yeah, you got to yeah. get and, and, all uh, you guys. We, Art Lasky on the team too, man. Oh, sick. So, there you go. That's it right there for that. Yeah, big help. Nice. Yeah. All right, yeah. dude. Hell yeah. Well, let's do yeah. it up. Well, for all you guys listening out there, thank you for checking out this episode. Uh, this is Scale Riders Podcast, episode number 136 with David, Detail Junkies. Make sure you look him up on Instagram, at Detail Junkies. And uh, stay tuned because uh, you'll be seeing, I mean, he's already posted the flyer, but then, you know, you'll see more stuff coming up leading up to the event. Cool. Yep. All right. All right, man. Well, peace out. All right, brother. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. You too. All right, brother. Later. Bye.